Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show is coming up right next. The following audio is via a Skype call. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody, welcome. I want to welcome you. Welcome to the show. I'm Dr. Pat. You're listening to Dr. Pat Show right here on Transformation Talk Radio. Thank you guys for tuning us in and turning us on. We got really great, great shows for all of you today. Uh, And we got some really cool giveaways. But before we jump into that, I want to say hola to Mr. Benny. Hi, B. Good day, Pistol Pack and Patty. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm talking about, honey. (laughs) That's how you want to kick off a Monday, right? I know. Hey, let me just tell you, I did something that I hadn't done before yesterday. And it's kind of weird because it wasn't that I did it. It's that I did not do it. I I can't remember a time where I did not watch the Billboard Awards. Oh, <laughs> I actually was out doing other things myself. I don't know why. I just I kind of spaced on it, too. But I hear it was a decent turnout. I mean, I yeah, I heard it was pretty decent turnout. I don't, I you know, I, I I don't have a whole lot to to talk about with it, but I heard it was uh, pretty good mm-hmm. and uh, you know, kind of an interesting uh, Madonna doing Prince, and right, of right. course, you know, m- my main my main lady, Brittany, oh yeah, doing her th- oh, doing Ms. her Spears. thing. <laughs> love her, I love her. I mean, my gosh, when you have that kind of influence on the world, I'm saying. That's what our pop culture is all about, isn't it? Right? Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Somebody sent me a text and asked me about it. And they said, you know, Patty, you're going to write Britney in for like a presidential nomination. I said, you know, like anything is possible today. (laughs) Anything is possible. But enough of that because we got a hot show. Hot. Really hot. Your body and the stars. I like this. I more than like it. I love it. Because there is like this missing link when we're talking about the stars and there is this missing link when we're talking about our bodies. Now, we all know that. We know that we're learning a ton of information about ourselves every day. And some people have said, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You know, you, you actually love the way people are talking on the Internet, Pat. You like the way we're communicating. Here's what I like. And, and I like that the Internet literally saved my life. Because if it wasn't for the Internet, as we refer to it very endearingly, I would never have had the angel lady direct me to something that then directed me to Dr. Darvish. And so that wouldn't have happened. But today, how is it that we're talking about our health and the stars at the same time? Well, what is it about our horoscopes? What insight do we get? We get it for love. We get it for lives. We get it for careers. We get it for friendship. But we don't. We don't talk about the stars and our physical well-being. Now, what does that mean? Does that mean if Mercury's in retrograde, you're not going to run as fast as you used to run? I don't know. 
but that's why I'm not here alone. I have Dr. Stephanie Marengo joining me here and Rebecca Gordon, because they are the authors of Your Body and the Stars, the Zodiac as Your Wellness Guide. I love this. And you know what I love about it, too, is it's ancient. The idea of this is really ancient. You know, when we did not have the Internet, how many times have you heard people that, uh, that you read about them? They look up, look to the stars. What do we learn about the stars? What do we learn about the various ways we get to show up in the world? You know, Stephanie is a holistic health practitioner, physician, rather, educator. You know, she's, <laughs> she has created a forum for people to just show up and say, wait a minute, wait a minute. Let's look at a bigger picture. You know, whether you know her for her phenomenal work she's done, whether you know her for her participation in rewriting the landscape of what it means in saying the word wellness. This is somebody that really got on to something early on and said, we got something else we need to be talking about. Because many of us don't say doctor and yoga in the same sentence but today we're going to rebecca is joining us as well you know they both co-authored this amazing book but wait a minute wait a minute how do they come together i don't know but if you think about who rebecca is this absolutely incredible horoscope horoscope columnist and much more we think about our lives both of these ladies when you talk about it it's like what is it that happens in new york city that brings people together in what we may think is the oddest of ways, but it does. Look at the three of us sitting here. So today, fasten your seatbelt because we're gonna be talking with each of them about what is it about their journey? What do they look to start? What do they look to the stars for help about? And how is it that they came together to write a book that could literally give us some insight into the mojo we got going on in our bodies. Welcome to both of you. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Pat, for such an exuberant introduction. That was fantastic. <laughs> yes, agreed. Thank you. It's great <laughs> to be here. So is this for real that we got like three New York City uh, girls on the phone here today? Oh, yeah. Is that for real? Our stars aligned. <laughs> I don't know about you two, but we're going to find out in a minute. I didn't know. I didn't think I'd, I'd really ever leave the Bronx. So this is like a whole different conversation. I, you know, let's start out. Let's start out with, with you, Stephanie, if we could. Uh, listen, I introduced you just briefly. But the question really is for both of you. And Rebecca, you get the benefit of this because you're going to hear the question first. You know, what did you have to do? Stephanie, what did you have to really move beyond the challenge with all the challenges, the obstacles? What do you have to really go through to show up here today as you, Dr. Stephanie Marengo? Wow, that's a phenomenal question. Um, you know, I can answer that in reference to the book, which is the first answer that pops into my mind. And the quick one word is fear. Uh, as you pointed out, I am not a typical physician. I am an MD but I have opened up a very different, a very new forum for discussion, which you hit the nail on the head. That's exactly what we're doing with this book. Um, but in doing that, because our society right now doesn't really accept people who are doing different things, especially people with 
degrees who are doing different things. <laughs> oh, tell I me had about to it. Be okay. Yeah, I, I just I had to make peace with I'm here to there's a message I'm here to deliver. And if I don't do it, you know, I'm not being true to me. And then honestly, I can't see patients as I need to because I'm here to help people just live their truest self. Right. Right. I mean, isn't it interesting? You know, we hop off and we go on a journey and we think, oh, we're going to be a this and we're going to be a that. And then here we go. The three of us sitting here together uh, talking about this incredible book that you have put together. And boy, fear. It, it, it is everywhere, isn't it? Uh, you know, it is it is really kind of, you know, the, the new four letter word that nobody really wants to actually say out in the open. But you just did. Rebecca, how about you? I mean, what did the, what had to tap you on the shoulder to say, what, what am I going to do here? How am I going to do that? <laughs> Huge question, but great one again. <laughs> so I would say, first of all, I mean, growing up, it was always the question of, I mean, maybe you've had this question too, but is this all there is? Why am I right. here? What is this about? And I had a extreme fascination with the stars and the sky and the planet always. And I, that's where I would look. Just like, oh, there, there is a whole lot else out there. And there, just this general sense of awe, of, of awe and wonder. Um, and I just started peeling the layers on that more and more and digging deeper. Personally, I had a really hard time finding my life path. And I was like, wow, this is important. I, you know, you look around and there's a whole lot of unhappy people committed to career paths and life paths, and uh, I just figured, well, what's, what if we all do have a path? What if what if there is something that we each came here to do on planet Earth that we can thrive in, that we can be absolutely in, a, in, our, in our light, in our birthright? And um, so when I was really young, I think I was 24, um, <laughs> the big, I was already studying astrology for a long time with my, my stepmother, my mentors growing up. And at that time, I, I got the domain called My Path Astrology because that was the biggest question people would ask me, is what is my path? And that was my biggest problem, too, is how do I find my path? And I just realized we all do have a path, and that, that stuck with me. And as far as health and astrology, I mean, as soon as you start studying astrology, you realize the roots are in the body and medicine. So, I mean, that health anatomy astrology has been a, a real fascination as well through the years. But isn't it interesting, right? I mean, you know, I can imagine you both kind of sitting around the, you know, I don't know, Thanksgiving uh, uh, table and having a chat and saying, yeah, you guess what? You know what I'm doing? I'm writing this book here, Your Body in the Stars. Hey, what is everybody here, here thinking? I, I mean, you know, isn't it really interesting? But I still get asked the question when I'm going to find a real job. I still get that question, right? Um but at this point, the world is changing. You know, we are changing. What do you think about the comment that I made about the fact that, listen, as above, as you say in the book, right, that people have been looking up for as long as we've been people. And I wanted to ask each of you about that and how the idea came to the forefront to talk about the stars, and the body. Stephanie, you want to go first? Sure. Um, there are two parts to that answer. One is people yeah. have been looking up since the beginning of time, that the stars were our guiding lights in so many different ways. 
And as a physician, I was interested in reading the history of medicine and science to see that astrology plays such a prominent role, including, certainly not limited to the school of Hippocrates, who's commonly considered the father of modern medicine and whom medical students across the country swear an oath to. Uh, so from the beginning of time, we've had this sense of something greater, greater guidance. And I think right now, fast-forwarding, and this is the second part to that answer, is in today's day and age, we're living just part of who we are. We're living as if we're in brains and jars. And so we're starting to look up again because there must be more out there, right? To me, that's why we have so many supernatural shows and the vampires and the zombies (laughs) and the angel wings on T-shirts. People know that they're only living a limited part of who they are, and they want something more. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're absolutely right about that. And guess what? That is not going to go away in our pop culture. Right now, I read an article that uh, when it comes to uh, what it comes to what uh, financial backers are willing to back, you know, from a Hollywood, from a TV, right, from up from that aspect. Do you get do you guys know that they have now two major franchises, both from DC Comics, which I grew up with, and Marvel Comics, both of those two, and they have booked those franchises out for five years. If you're not thinking you like Thor, well, Thor may get a brother. But this is really it. We are paying big time. And we don't even care if the critics say the movie isn't good, right? <laughs> Yeah, we're still turning out. We're turning out to be inspired. We're turning out to feel, right? We're turning out to just be and do something more than our minds. Yeah. I want to ask you, uh, Rebecca, why do you think that that this conversation about the body and the stars took so long to come to the forefront? Because, I I mean, we talk about stars in a relationship. We talk about the stars in in our jobs. We talk about the stars in our money. We sit down and we do all of that. But every once in a while, somebody will look at something and say, oh, you know, I think maybe there may be a health issue. What is why is it taking so long for this narrative to come to the forefront? Okay, well, a couple of things about that. All right. First of all, um, astrology and medicine, as Stephanie was saying, um, really since the time of Hippocrates (laughs) have been together. I mean, the beginnings of astrology were Oh, look, you know, observation and think, why is it every time Jupiter and Venus are there, everybody's having babies? Or why is the hunting always so great when Mars is there? So just pattern recognition for thousands of years. And why is it taken so long? Well, I mean, this was really prominent throughout the entire Hellenistic period, which was a really long time. And throughout the entire Middle Ages and Renaissance, a physician would not really see a patient unless he had looked at the chart. And you you were required to look at charts or see the time when the patient fell ill and look at their stars before giving any diagnosis. So, I mean, I, I guess the first part of your question is it's not really new, but simply astrology's gone in and out of favor throughout history. And there was a time from the end of the Renaissance period when astrology began to go out of favor again. And they were like, well, we don't need all of this spiritual mumbo-jumbo. Forget about the sky. Forget about the plants. You are just 
the mind. And this was the beginning of the sort of separatist mentality. And now we're living in such an interesting time where we're all saying, hey, wait a minute, all that stuff that got chucked away, wait a minute, that was actually the good stuff. We're in the age now where ancient wisdom is resurfacing a lot because there's no other way. We have to come back to connecting, reconnecting to the earth, reconnecting to the sky. We're all in this together. Um, so we're, we're really just bringing back simply things that have been going on for thousands of years, the connection to your body and the star, and really making it very tangible and applicable so anybody can understand this. Um, the book has a lot of pictures and questions. and uh, So, yeah, I guess really it's, it's not new, but we just felt the need to bring it back in an accessible way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think it's really, I think it's really uh, a solution for the cry to health we have right now. And wow, did I just say cry to health? I meant cry to he- cry for help, but maybe cry for help. Okay, that works too, right? Um, it, there is because I don't, you know, I know that you both both are are following the statistics on where we are, at least in this country as a, as a society, that we are just not getting well. We are just not getting well. I don't know what the pill, the potion or the lotion is that, you know, that we've been taking, but oopsie, we still have high levels of inflammation, which are off the charts, can't even be measured anymore. Dr. Stephanie, I want to ask you, you know, what is, what was or is the most significant thing that you discovered from your end? And then Rebecca, I'm going to ask you too. From your end, end, end of the of the of the uh, of, of scope, from your end of it, what did you discover when you said, "Holy, you know what? Really?" Um, honestly, it was it was this connection. Discover is a strong word because you know, just like America always existed by the time Columbus got to it, it had already been there. <laughs> uh, this concept had already been there. But when I went to a talk in 2012 on the evolution of consciousness. Rebecca was giving a presentation, and I sat there and listened to her. And in my practice, I use the body as metaphor. I use it for its greater wisdom. I use it as a way to connect to thoughts, feelings, intuition, you know, all these different parts of ourselves. Uh, So whether it's yoga, chakras, uh, acupuncture meridians, whatever, uh, construct. So I'm listening to her talk, and she's talking through the perspective of astrology and just ding, 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 ding you know, all of these dots are connecting, that the body must connect to this form of energy as well. And uh, that was really the big aha moment. At that Mm -hmm. time, I had a very superficial knowledge of astrology, you know, probably not much beyond my sun sign and that great horoscope birthday book. Uh, But I went home, (laughs) totally inspired, went to sleep, woke up, outlined the idea for the book, and just needed to put it on paper because it had jazzed me up that much that that was the beginning of the book. And that was literally the biggest aha moment for me was that this connection existed period. Yeah. Wow. You know, this is really for me and we are going to skip the break, Mr. Benny. Thank you. It it is, there's so much to cover in here. You know, you both put this together. I mean, Rebecca, from your point of view, right? Okay. Here you are in the world and, and, and you know, like a ton about astrology, right? What was your like aha about the connecting the dots between the body and the stars? Oh, wow. Well, 
I'm just trying to think if there was, I don't you know, I don't know if there was one aha moment because, I mean, I in a way, I was lucky as soon as I began studying astrology, I was lucky to come across some very old texts. And old texts will just inextricably link the body to the stars. If you oh. pick up an older book, it will. Versus newer astrology books will, are just going to tell you about your personality and your love life and, you know, your career potential. But old astrology books, always talked about that. So um, when I first started studying um, with my stepmother, we would talk about that. And then when I began a practice in New York here, I I look at a chart and I would see it as a map of the body as well as a map of the psyche, emotion, spirit, everything else. So you can read a whole chart as a physical map too. And what what the big thing is I would notice is that when people would come in with a specific challenge in their life, such as, let's say, I can't push through this, I can't get ahead, I just can't break through this wall, you know, um, and I would always inquire about the body, like where would that be physically manifesting? And most always it would seem to be in the area that represents that, that trying to break through with your head, and that would be in the form of Aries. And migraine. So in their chart, that could have been a very, a very challenging aspect to the planet Mars or something like that. But, but it would always show up in the body because it's really all the same. The body is simply uh, a map of the energy. I mean, we're, we're in the book, we're simply yeah. suggesting, why don't we use the body as a lens for the spirit, uh, emotion, psyche? Yeah. I love this. Hey, let's do this. 1-800-930-2819. I don't know about you all out there, but when I read this book and I went back to read it, I just thought, OMG, really? That's my sign? That's where that goes? That's what's going on over there? Listen, this is really cool stuff. Do you know what your sign, what part of the body your sign is related to? And what does that mean? Well, we're opening up the phone lines for you out there. Do you want to know? This is like totally fun. The book is amazing. We actually have things where copies of the book we're going to give away. But let me uh, give everybody out there opportunity. You can do it in two ways, okay? Phone, you can call in 1-800-930-2819. But you can also go to transformationtalkradio.com. And on the right-hand side, well, we're changing our site. But on the right-hand side, I think it is today. Type in your question. Uh, Make sure you tell us when you were born. Okay, we need your little birth date if you don't know your sign. And then uh, ask your question and we'll get it on air because we're just going to skip. We're going to skip the 45 break, too. This is really cool. Listen, you have in the book. um, By the way, I read the books. I hope they told you that. Uh, Okay. Okay. We're glad to hear you have read the book. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because here I go. On page eight in the book, there is a um, the uh, let's call it a map. There is a picture that you've included in the book that totally talks to what you just said. And I was looking at this and I'm thinking Zodiac Man. When? 1943. Really? And I was looking at this picture and I thought, oh my gosh, I have more questions than you guys can even imagine. But here's the question. We think sometimes, oh, I'm this sign. Oh, I'm that sign. And we think that's all we are. Is there an interaction or an interplay, let's say, uh, for somebody like me that I know my sun sign, you know, is Sagittarius and I know I got a lot of planets in there. But, dude, 
my moon, I got four in Sag and I got four in Capricorn with my moon. And I'm thinking some days I don't know what end is up. So how do you address something like that or doesn't it matter? Well, the amazing thing about the Zodiac is that every sign lives within you. Just as you have every body part, you have every sign. So even though the sun sign is very prominent, and then you mentioned the moon and there's also the rising as the third prominent sign. Oh, do you want to know that one? That's Taurus. And that's Taurus. Okay, so at any given point in time, a different body part or the energy of the star, the lesson of the stars, is going to be calling to you. So if yeah, you're a Sagittarius, okay. which I am as well, which will be Uh-oh. hips and thighs, for example, my hips and thighs, uh, I pay attention to them. I want to know what they're saying. I'm I'm very externally rotated at the hip joints, meaning I have, uh, a, well, a duck walk, but also a very external view of what's going on. You know, I see a lot of directions at once, so it's important for me to keep things more neutral, to stay on path, so I don't see every single thing at the same time, but... What's calling my attention right now is my lower back. So for you, with these different signs, are they what are calling your attention? Are they where your well, legs yeah. are, or is it a different part of your body? Well, I don't know, because I don't <laughs> want to kind of like, you know, uh, give out so much. But here, I mean, yeah, right. listen, enough, what, what do you think <laughs> one of my nicknames is? You heard my, you heard Benny call me Pistol Pack and Patty. That's one of them. But Thunder Thighs, okay? So... <laughs> Let's just kind of be blunt here. You know, what is it about that that I used to hate until I got to love it? And what is it about that that now after reading your book, I appreciate more? But you're right about this. We have all of these inside of us. But yet we put so much emphasis, right, Rebecca, maybe uh, on what's mm-hmm. not working in our life, right? Like I think exactly. one of you all mentioned about the retrograde thing. Right. Mm-hmm. And we're a radio show. So communication is like our deal. When Mercury goes into retrograde for somebody like us, where our theme, our theme for this year is accelerated expansiveness. When Mercury goes into retrograde, we are doing our happy dance. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But, but so, what is it about this, you know, Rebecca, when you have multiple things going on, how do I tell what's going on or what I'm paying attention? Is it a matter of like my back hurts or something like that? Great question. So there's okay. there's a couple ways to approach the book and that. So you mentioned, let's just use yours as an example, Sagittarius Sun, and you said Taurus Rising, Capricorn Moon, right? Yeah. Not everybody listening, I'm sure, knows their rising and moon sign. But the interesting thing about this is the areas that are really strong in you, let's say your thighs, are also really susceptible. So it just means whatever your sun sign is, that area is more pronounced. So that's why, for example, athletes are more prone to injury because they're, they're doing all the athletic work. So okay. as an Aries might have a really well-developed shape goal, they're also more prone to scars and things like that on the face and migraines. Um, though in as far as, I mean, sure, if the listeners like know, I think it's always best to start with your sun sign and say, okay, let me just learn about, um, let's say, uh, the, the sun sign is Libra, as Stephanie mentioned before too, learning about the low back and you could approach the book as I'm a Libra. What are the lessons to learn for me here in earth school? 
and the lessons are really about, let's say for Libra, learning how to reserve your own energy enough, how to not just bend over backwards for everyone in the world and then be become totally spent, but learn how to keep for yourself as well. So it's about balance, and it's about um, when your balance is off in life, whether you're a Libra or not, it can show up as kidney pain, low back pain, and it, it's quite simple. And those things literally mean you've been bending over backwards too much for everyone else and not giving yourself enough reserve of energy. So <sighs> there's a lesson for each sign. So like, even though you may be a, a Sagittarius, for example, the Libra in you could be out of balance. So, and the great thing about the book is we give, we have, if you don't know where to start, there's a whole questionnaire at the end of each chapter. So you can really assess what sign you're strong in and what sign you're weak in. Um, And then based on that, there's about five different exercises for each sign that you can do every day to amp up um, what you're weaker in. And, you know, I, I always like to use it in a very proactive way too. Like, for example, if I know I have to give, a really big speech, and let's say I'm really petrified about giving speeches, then I might work on the Leo uh, chapter. I might work on the Leo exercises every day, every morning for like 40 days. And I swear by the end of that time, I will be much more fearless and courageous when it comes to giving that talk because I'll have um, rebalanced uh, the Leo within me. So you can really use it in that way as well. I mean, there's so many ways to approach it. We, we, Stephanie and I really aimed to create something that was very functional <laughs> that anybody could pick up in their office. Like, oh, why does my hand hurt? Or I really need to run a marathon tomorrow. How can I best prepare? So there's, there's vast approaches. I love it. Let's take a short break. When we come back, we got some people that would love to talk with you. I think that, uh, and I have to tell you, these are the most amazing listeners on the planet. They are so awesome. They have been with us. Some of them have been with us since the inception back in uh, 2003. Actually, they're the folks that I credit for naming the show. So there we go with that. When we come back, we're going to go to the phones. We're going to go to the instant messages. We've been keeping Mr. Benny busy. Just take a deep breath, everybody. We'll be right back. Radio. Find Your Shine with Kelly is the show that celebrates what makes you, you. Join co-hosts Kelly Wadler and Dr. Pat Basile as they break down how to brilliantly fuel and move your body and love what makes you shine. Kelly is a professional arts and wellness coach dedicated to helping brilliant women find their confidence, energy, self-love, and shine. Tune in to Shine On Radio with Kelly and find your shine on TransformationTalkRadio.com. What if your body and mind were the compasses to the secrets, mysteries, and magic of life? Glenna Rice, co-host of The Questionable Parent, is inviting you to access all that is possible. Glenna is a 10-year certified veteran access consciousness facilitator who offers an amazing variety of life-changing classes and workshops. Work with Glenna from anywhere with teleclasses and workshops all over the globe. To learn more and see Glenna's current schedule of events, classes, and workshops, visit glennarice.com. 
Ladies, it's time to treat yourself. Join the Women of Wisdom for their annual fundraiser Saturday, June 4th. This is a sacred pampering day for women at North Seattle College. If you are a business and want to be one of our pamperers, we still have space. It's going to be a day to relax and treat yourself. For more information and to get tickets, visit thewowconference.org. That's the wowconference.org. Have you been seeing numbers like 111 and 222 everywhere you go? Do you feel that the universe may be trying to get your attention, perhaps offering a message of some sort? As it turns out, numerical patterns and certain types of geometry form the very fabric of our reality, from cells under a microscope to the astronomy of our night sky. At Stellar Reflections, we offer special sessions which tap into these patterns, designed specifically to support you on your journey. The 111 and 222 activations are sessions activating new patterns in your energy field, which in turn can help you create new patterns in your life. After just one session with a practitioner, either in person or via distance, clients report gaining greater clarity, becoming more intuitive, and honoring their inner truth as they move forward in their lives. Curious about what these transformational sessions might do for you? Call 425-999-9836 or visit StellarReflections.com. That's StellarReflections.com. Do you want to achieve your goals? Do you want to strengthen relationships with others? Do you want to improve your financial status? Colette Marie Steffen is partnering with Mark Kettenbach to bring you an energetic upgrade online experience launching in April. Unfold and develop your full potential. Visit energeticupgrade.com today for more information. That's energeticupgrade.com. Someone else, baby, to take the place of you. I wouldn't do that, woman. It's just the feeling of fear within me. Hey, everybody, welcome back. It is really cool. Uh, you know, we're going to just take a minute to, you know, just use a little demonstration of how this works. But before we even do that, ladies, I wonder if what you would do is just please let folks know, first of all, how do I get a copy of the book? Secondly, how do I find out uh, more about either one of you in case we've got some folks here that want to work with you directly? So what's the best way to do any and all of that? Uh to get the book, you can go to Amazon, Barnes & Noble, or either of our websites. My website uh, riffs off of my company, I Am Body. Uh, it's embodiment.com, I-M-B-O-D-Y-M-E-N-T.com. And I'll let Rebecca give hers. Yeah, cool. Okay. And, uh, yes, so, yeah, the Amazon is great. And, of course, it's in ebook or in print and any way you like it. I think there's also likely smaller bookstores that carry it as well too and uh, as well my website is mypathastrology.com because we are all about finding your life path and the truth so that's m-y-p-a-t-h astrology.com and if you're on social media as well the same thing on instagram my path astrology same on twitter same on Facebook, making it easy. So, yeah, follow me on social media. If you sign up for the newsletter, I send really great monthly horoscopes out. I post all my Harper's Bazaar columns as well in the newsletter, too. So you get a full monthly dose of astrology that way. I love it. 
I think it's really amazing that, you know, we all get to connect so much. Okay, before we hop on to the phones, and Benny, we will skip the next break. You were sharing something with me during the break. I would love for you to share it with the listeners so they can they can have a really good sense of how this works. I just want to tell all of you calling in, this is not about getting a horoscope reading. This is a little bit, actually, this is different and that you're probably going to get some information you've not gotten before. That's what I love about it. Please go ahead. Thank you, Dr. Pat. So hi, guys. I was explaining to Dr. Pat just based on what I know about the signs, which she shared with all of us, in addition to her public persona as a fantastic radio hostess, uh, she had mentioned Sagittarius, Capricorn, and Taurus as her main signs. Again, I work through the lens of the body. So looking at it that way, Taurus rules the neck, and the neck is our vehicle of expression. And we're expressing the Taurus energy at a very simplistic level of likes and dislikes. And so that's exactly what Dr. Pat is doing, is expressing. And she's expressing it's not as simple as just a like, right? Because her like is really a vision. It's a direction. It's an aspiration. And those are the attributes of her Sagittarius energy. That Sagittarius energy lives in her hips and her thighs and is very much her direction in life which is being carried forward by her Capricorn knees because Capricorn rules the knees. And knees are all about moving us forward in life with that Capricorn energy of focus and outcome and structure for the greater good. And so we connect those dots, and it might be that those are the regions where Dr. Pat's life lessons lay right now. Maybe they were there in the past. Maybe they'll come back in the future. Or maybe it's an entirely different body part. But it's certainly why Mercury retrograde is probably a big sigh of relief because you get to take a step back from all of that go, go, go forward momentum right. energy and just refresh and relax and rewind and renew a bit. Yeah, I mean, you're absolutely right. I mean, we have technology that's being built right now that is, it really is forward looking. Um, We didn't build it with being a radio show in mind. We built it with getting messages and conversations to the world. And so, yeah, we just had a moment to breathe. Thank you for sharing that. Mr. Benny, let's go to the phone. All right, we'll start things off. We'll take Barbara calling in from Bellevue. Barbara, hello. Hey, Barbara. Hello. Hello. Thank you for taking my call. Anytime. Okay, so what is your sign? Or if you don't know, let's have your uh, your uh, uh, month and, and day. So my sign is Pisces, my month is March, and the day is 13. Okay, so do you have any idea what, what, body, uh, what part of the body Pisces is really looking out for? No, I don't. Okay, this is good. All right, who would like to take this? Does she have a specific question? Barbara, do you have a specific question for us? Well, no, I've, I've, I've always felt very strong in my body. Um, um, however, it seems to take a lot of maintenance. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> okay, so March 13th, did you say? Yes. Okay, so certainly she's a Pisces. Uh, well, let's, Stephanie and I can both speak on that. All right. I'm sorry? Yeah, go for it. Okay, so uh, perhaps I'll speak on the astrology a bit. Stephanie will speak on the holistic body view, and we'll both speak on both. So uh, Pisces rules the feet. The feet 
basically contain almost every organ of the body, as you know, in foot reflexology. Now, do you have, have you ever had any challenges with your feet at all? Not until recently. Not until recently. Yeah, yeah, like the past year and a half or so. Okay, so it is the area that can be most susceptible when your personal life lessons really come in. Uh, Pisces is one of the most open signs. It's the most watery, porous sign and um, almost like a sponge. So you pick up on everything from around you. It's Pisces rules the feet because the feet are really our connection to the ground. You are extremely connected to the ethers. And when our connection to the material reality and grounding our aspirations, when that connection becomes askew, this can result in things like stiff feet or or growths on the feet like bunions or warts or inflammation of the feet, perhaps like stubbing your toe a lot. Uh, All kinds of things can happen to the feet really as a symbol to show us that the connection between uh, our higher aspirations, our, um, we can say our intuitions as well, what we're feeling, uh, and the actual manifest reality. So the difference between what your intuitions are and where your spirit is and what your reality is at the moment. And I guess I would want to ask a question, too, as a follow-up, and how is the relationship right now between your manifest reality and what you really desire? Great question. That is a great question. Um, it, it, it's going very well, actually. So, Okay, so then... Maybe the next question would be, what is actually going on with the feet? And then perhaps Stephanie can speak on that, too. Sweet. Thank you. Hi, Barbara. Hi. So to reiterate through my lens, so with your feet and in terms of being a Pisces, each chapter in the book we distill into a theme, the essence of the sign. So for Pisces, it's integrating spirit into matter. So it was interesting to me for you to say that while you felt strong in your body, you feel like it's difficult to take care of and bits and pieces are off. And then you mentioned that you're having some concerns with your feet. Mm-hmm. Right. So as Rebecca said, it's a question of how you are grounding your reality. May I ask, and of course it's at your discretion as we are on air, if you're willing to share what's going on with your feet. They're, they're just, they're very sore and they're prone to inflammation right now. Um, my heels are especially sore. Um, and my right foot, it started in my right foot and then now both feet are, they ache. Um, so if you feel aligned, <clears throat> if, if that is truly the case, that you feel aligned with what you're doing and it sounded, you very, you know, quickly and vehemently said, uh, yes, you know, you are, you are aligned with your course right now, it might not be a question of the what, but the how, right? So if the bottoms of your feet are inflamed and your your heels hurt, just at the physical level, it could be that how you're moving, how you're grounding is is too heavily, right? Mm -hmm. That maybe you're placing your feet too hard or too fast or too frequently on the earth. So then if we extrapolate that to the other realms, It might be that what you have chosen to ground is absolutely what's in the divine blueprint for you, 
but it's the how. Maybe you need to bring a more grace, more finesse, more ease. Maybe you have to take the break off because the right side of our body relates to the yang, the divine masculine energies, us as actor, doer, creator, right? The mm-hmm. side of us that go, 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 go. No, yeah. It's not, in, not gender, right? We all have the divine feminine and masculine balance. So if your right side is what's feeling abused, then it could be that your foot is asking you, it's basically saying, hey, I'm getting overused. You know, well done grounding what we're grounding right now, but let's ground it in a different way. Do you mm. think that... That, there, that, that there... absolutely sounds right. I feel, um, although I'm on the right path, things are moving very, very quickly. And um, there's outside influences that keep keep saying more faster. And you know what? And... They're going to keep saying faster and faster because the universe, because it's the great jokester, is really just asking you to call within yourself the power to slow down and the power to move forward with ease. Um, and slowing down might still mean that you're moving quickly, but at a pace that works for you versus everyone else. Because if you are, if you are manifesting what you're here to manifest, everyone's going to keep wanting more, faster, more, and it's going to be up to you to have to, um, you know, not cater 100% to the demands of the material world around us, but to bring, it's got to be a doing through being, right? Mm. So you have to maintain that, that ease, that finesse, that grace in the balance that's appropriate to you as you do these things. And I would ask you to see then all of these extra faster, more faster demands being placed on you as the universal challenges and hence lessons to help teach you to call that from within. Okay. And Wonderful. There, there are several things I don't... you probably don't have the book in front of you. No, um, not yet. Would be great if you did. Um, I just but, heard about it. <laughs> um, there, there are a couple foot, at, like, at-home self-foot massages you could do. Um, you know, there's even a meditation to cultivate love and compassion, which are great, great, great Pisces attributes that you can do because that inner love and compassion is going to naturally help you just breathe, right, breathe into what you're doing. When we talk right. about the how, you know, do it with more breath, that type of thing. Uh, even a simple grounding, but on your own terms, you know, barefoot on the grass. This is the season for it, just standing outside barefoot on the grass. Being. Lovely. Nice. Thank you so much. And I know you're going to love this book, too. Because, Thank you, we're, you know, we only have time you, for Barbara. like a little bit here today. But there are pictures in, in the book. There are diagrams. There are exercises in here to help. It's not, you know, it really goes way beyond just reading about this. There's really actions and things that you can do once you understand. So thank you so much. Uh, Mr. Benny, who do we have next? Yes, we will take now Shannon calling in from Redmond. Shannon, hello. Hey, Shannon. Hi. 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 Thanks for taking my call. You bet. How can we help so you today? I, 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 well, I gave Benny my sign or my uh, my uh, birthday. Do you need it again? Yeah, just tell us uh, the month and the day, if you would, and do you okay. know? And tell us your sign. Okay, um, Taurus, May seventeenth. Awesome. Do you have a question? Uh, well, I, after listening to the last caller, I understand this related to your body. So yeah. I, I, my question was, um, 
trouble in my relationship. Um, but yeah, I mean, I would like to know exercises that would be good for me. Yeah. Good. Um, All right. In dealing, in dealing with a relationship. Yeah. Well, let's start with the body. So, uh, Taurus, uh, what can, what can you, uh, what do we want to say about Taurus and the body? You know, Rebecca, do you want to start a bit with the Taurus and then you can We'll do the same as we did last time. Sure. Sure. (laughs) So as Taurus rules the throat and uh, the throat and the neck as well, ultimately the sign Taurus is about we're connecting. It's between Aries and Gemini. It's your ability to communicate well, communicate. um, I don't know if you know the chakras, but it's also the center of creativity. And when your throat gets blocked up, obviously, it's hard to speak and express your creativity in the world. Uh, When the Taurus within you is out of balance, it can result in things like neck tension, the urge to crack your neck a lot, sore throat, an unsteady voice, thyroid imbalance, all these kinds of things. But you definitely don't have to be a Taurus to get those those issues. And ultimately... uh, this is about really rebalancing. So the let me start with, hold on one second. Um, the, there's two sides to Taurus. There's the material and the sensual world. And one side of Taurus has to do with the desire for us to learn, like the toddler stage of life, learning about the material world. There's the I have stage and collecting things and beautiful things and surrounding ourselves by food and fragrances and fabric. But that material world can be so beautiful and alluring, and it also can bog us down and really limit our creativity, if, and it can stifle us too if we get too bogged down by the material world expenses, money, and things like that. So the goal here is to be able to transcend the material world by exalting the sensual world with Taurus. And when our relationship to the material world becomes too bogged down or, or else lacking, often that can result in challenges around the throat and the neck as well. Uh, so I guess the follow-up question would be, has that area given you any challenge in your life? And yeah. um, um, my, my shoulder, my left shoulder has been... A problem for about a year. Okay, and so I guess yeah, it's connected to my yeah. neck somehow. Yeah. <laughs> Your left shoulder. Uh, really... Stephanie, would you want to speak on that? Sweet. Well, the interesting thing, but so the shoulders are Gemini. That's the Gemini energy. Uh, and Gemini is an interesting sign. Well, they're all interesting signs. <laughs> but I think Gemini is an interesting sign because it's the first sign in the zodiac that is dualistic. It's two. We came from Aries with one, Taurus with one, one head, one neck, and now we're at two arms. And you had mentioned that your issue was with relationships when you when you called in with the question, and that your yeah. sign is a Taurus. So I, I don't know what um, what concern you have in your relationship, but it might be that you're having trouble connecting with the Gemini, the two, the dual energy especially on the left side of your body, the divine feminine side of your body, the more receptive, dear, passive, intuitive sign, and that 
there's a challenge inherently as a Taurus sun sign for you to express that. And when you're not able to express that, and again, the neck is the vehicle of expression and the, the Taurus with the creative, sensual side of life, maybe that's just not, it's not what you're able or what for any reason you are connecting to right now, using the arms, which literally connect us to other people, right? We hug people and we extend our arms to reach them. So it could be throughout that area, that combined neck and shoulder area, you're just having attention and a holding on to unresolved thoughts, unresolved feelings that you have around connecting to somebody else in some capacity. Does that make sense? Yes. Yes, it does quite a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's just, yeah, relationships. Troubles and yeah, and connecting. That's exactly that's exactly it. Um, can you are you able to share with the listeners a little bit about what's going on with your arm or shoulder area? Is for example, is it oh, tight or restricted or? It's just uh, it's just a knot. It's a knot that won't loosen up. I I do yoga three times a week and it feels better for a little bit, but it it always comes back. The, and not in the upper shoulder. You know, whenever I see uh, on others, and certainly as well as on myself, retractable uh, muscle tension, I can only think karma, right? We're doing everything we're supposed to do. That darn knot just won't go away. To me, it's one of these deep, deep, deep lessons, and so it could be that this mm. current relationship yeah. issue, um, especially if it's a knot, it's asking you to loosen and free up in a certain way that's yeah. super challenging because potentially this is lifetimes in the making. Yeah. Wow. I cannot believe, oh, the hour has flown by. <laughs> I hope you both will come back so that we can literally go through the book in this kind of way. What an amazing conversation. <laughs> I know you're laughing, right? Could you believe that this is like how quick this went right here? <laughs> no, this was wonderful. And so much of that has to do with you. Thank you so much. Well, I already sent Linda a message and I said, okay, we're going to reschedule them. Please go ahead and check into that. Thank you both. One last question. I have about 30 seconds, but I know you can do it. What's your personal message? What would you like to leave us with today? And thank you so much. Okay. I would say uh, really uh, this is about self-healing and self-awareness. And Mm. I personally hope that everybody who reads it or has access to this work really gain self-awareness and personal healing because when we can be more whole, we can be more healing and whole to the world. So that would be my message. And mine is you are, you are more than meets the eye. You do not have to believe in astrology to read or enjoy this book. You can simply just use it to expand your current status quo, your current perspective to ask the question, what if? What if there are greater, vaster ways to be me and what would that look like? I love it. Thank you both for all that you do. Hey, everybody, we're going to take a really short break and we will be right back with more of the Dr. Pat show. And I promise we will have both Stephanie and Rebecca coming right back with us real soon. Stay tuned. We'll be right back.
preceding audio was via a Skype call.